Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting, because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Robin Triggs. Welcome, Robin. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. I, I Sometimes I never know, like, I like when I have guests that I don't know very well because then it requires me to be like on my toes. Um, but what I want to say is today we're going to talk about failing at podcasting. <laughs> today we're going to talk about not at almost kind of, whoa, it really was. So you, if people listening, everybody knows what the podcaster workshop is and podcasting and community. So Robin took a particular uh, cohort of the course and then was invited back not by me. I'm not that high up in that food chain. Uh, invited back to do what I love doing, which is helping students. So I think there's this neat, um, there's an opportunity here for us to talk about the, um, like I, I, I did three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten now as uh, an assistant. And I have imposter syndrome every single time. I'm just like, I don't know, am I really being helpful? And, the, and I think, so you have a, an interesting story around why you didn't, well, I don't want to say you didn't podcast at all. You have three episodes out and I want to come back to those very special episodes. You have episodes that are out, but then you put the whole thing on pause as a conscious choice because you want to, you know, like master of everything or jack of all trades, master of nothing. You made an intentional choice to be specific with working on real estate. Um, so my, the question that I asked you before, which is the one I want to pick back up on is when you go, when you went back and you assisted in the course that they call us remarkables these days. And, and the idea is to, you understand what they're going through because you very recently did it yourself. So when you went back, did it feel like helping out was, I'm going to say scratching the podcasting itch or, or does it feel like, no, that's, it's too close. And I, it, it just makes it worse because I'm still not doing the thing that I want to be doing. Like, I'm just wondering what your experience was as a remarkable, as somebody coming back to help. I guess you could say it scratched and itched. I did learn a lot going through it uh, from an observation standpoint and not having to actually do the assignments. And then there's this aspect of so many of the students were so further along in their development of their content, the podcast they wanted to, mm. to, to start. So I felt, wow, they really got their stuff together. And so I could be a cheerleader and, and, and encourage them. Um, so I guess in that regards, you could say it's scratched the podcasting itch. Yeah. Hmm. Are there any, uh, I, I'm like, I'm curious to see what, how, I have another idea in my head. I'm curious to see if we end up there. Are there particular things within, uh, just like a quick unpack for those that don't know what we're talking about at all. It's a community course where everybody is in an online platform. It is not like a treadmill of messages. You have to be uh, proactive about finding the material and doing your homework and posting your stuff and then deciding whether or not you want to allocate time to help your fellow students. So it's very much like a learning and doing in community space. So Robin, the question I was going to say before I felt I should unpack that is, were there particular types of either questions or particular types of people in the space that you found, um, you know, I'm attracted to helping with this kind of problem or this kind of person, or maybe even this type of person and this type of problem makes me want to like, I'm not going near that. I'm curious as to what draws your attention inside that space of like, it's a herd of people all needing assistance. <laughs> it is honestly the kind people 
there were a couple that I connected with that were genuinely just kind and they wanted the feedback. And so I would certainly so appreciate the opportunity to give feedback when they would say, should I do this or that? Or do you like this one better or this one better? And it was almost like they wanted to vote. You know, I could, I would I was happy to jump in on stuff like that. And the people who were genuinely kind, you got this sense from some of the people that they really didn't care what your opinion was. And so I, I tend to stay away from a those. beeline to the China shop, right? Just like, I'm trying to get to the door. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I, 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 sometimes I wonder, I, of course, I'm drawn to technical questions, you know, like, oh, you put the thing in there and it goes over here and you run it to this filter and it goes right. over there and it's the answer is seven, you know, like, <laughs> um, so for me, the challenge is always trying to figure out how to like, you know, gesture, well, the answer might be down this hallway over here, you know, like to get people going in the right direction, not giving them the fish, teaching mm -hmm. them the fish instead. Um, but there's something to be said for the beauty of, oh, this person really doesn't actually need an answer. What they really just need is another person to go, I see you. I see the yes. struggle. I acknowledge the struggle is real. I personally think red is better, but you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, did, did you have flashbacks to when you were trying to create your own content? And then can you remember instances where somebody was like, yeah, that, that, yes, it's hard because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and I remember one in particular comment um, when I was putting out my ideas for what I wanted my podcast to be about. I got a, uh, a remark and this was just from a fellow student. She was saying, I don't think anybody wants to hear that. Everything that we're going on in this world, everything that we're dealing with in this world, your content is not going to be attractive to, you know, most people. And Ooh. I know I thought that was so rude and so tacky, but it was her perception. Right. But my podcast was targeting a specific person going through specific things like I was. And it was the podcast mm -hmm. that I needed to hear at a certain point in my life. So I, I'm glad I didn't let her um, discourage me. Um, but I really thought that was so rude, so rude, but you know, there's all types. I don't know if I'd say, if I'd say rude, I, cause I've gotten some stuff like that. I do a lot of podcasting and every once in a while, somebody's like, um, what? And to me, it's, it's more like startling. It's more like I stepped on something, you know, like I step on a stone. You're like, ah, what? I was not expecting that. But then I'm like, oh, it's a stone, you know, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Seth says something like, you know, thank you. It's not for you. <laughs> I think. Right. Um, which I think is a delightful turn of phrase other than Absolutely. you dirty rotten. <laughs> you know, I work on that thing. Um, but I, I do love that this, the space it, uh, in the course that we're talking about, the space is very open and, you know, people don't flame those types of um, responses. They don't flame those, you know, like that is inappropriate. It's like, yeah, it's a yeah. response. Um, I get, um, a, compared to the average random person, I get an enormous number of people who ask me questions about podcasting. And sometimes it happens in other spaces, like, you know, the classic you know, in the before times, remember when we went to parties and stuff, right? You know, somebody would find out, what do you do? Oh, I suppose that podcast. Oh, and they'd ask questions. And a lot of times they ask questions like, oh, I was thinking about starting a podcast or that might, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll do that. And, but they mean it like the same way people say, I was thinking about sketching. I was thinking about, right. Playing. And one time, sometimes I like to say to them, like, don't do it. <laughs> Just, <you know? laughs> Just like that. And they, and then they start responding and I go, no, really don't do it. And then when they look at me, like I have three heads, right. I say, 
because if my saying don't do it is enough <laughs> to make you stop, you're not yeah. going to make it. That's right. <laughs> so there's a there's a tenaciousness that you have to have. And, and I mean, like you specifically, Robin, yeah. do have um, because you you never I'm going to say you like never let the embers go out. You might maybe a way to put this about. Yeah. Um, so you made how many episodes did you actually make? Three. OK, three. And so actually, three. no, four. And mm-hmm. I published the fourth one and I hated it and I took it down. So we're going to say three and a half. We're going to say three, three, three. <laughs> so, so tell me about, so you mentioned before, and I'm trying to lead us there, but we're not getting there. So I'm just going to ask. Okay. You mentioned that you had somebody else hear one of your episodes. And can you tell me a little yes. bit about what you felt when you got that particular feedback about that episode? Oh my gosh. So my niece sent me a text about two weeks ago and my niece is struggling right now. She had a really bad breakup. Um, with a with the guy she dated for a long time and she's just been in a bad place with family relationships and everything and she sent me a text message and it said um episode three minute number 27 this is exactly how i'm feeling right now and i hate feeling like this i don't want to feel like this anymore and i think i'm starting to tear up because i knew exactly how she felt and I wanted to make that podcast specifically to reach the people who had been through what I had been through or had experienced what I had experienced. And the fact that this was my own flesh and blood that was being blessed by a message that I put out. And it wasn't like I sent her a personal video, but this is out for the world. And she took the time. Now, mind you, this came my podcast, my first episode published February 1st of 21. And so it's been over a year. And she promised she would listen to it and she promised, but you know, I, I really believe in timing. She needed to hear it now and she was ready to hear it. And the fact that it, again, blessed my own flesh and blood was just confirmation that I did the right thing. And if I never make another episode, she was that one person who needed to hear it. And you know, my job is done, but my best friend is like, no, there are other people who need it and they need more of it. So the fire is still there. The flame is still strong. I just got to make sure that I prioritize things. So yes, I'm coming back. I, so not everybody listening goes, Oh, now I see why. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when it's like, cause my, my entry to that was just like, fine, I'm just going to push. But I, I think that, I mean, I don't know. I know that I forget how many people actually hear the things that I create, you know, and then one day I'm in the thing and I was like, well, how many downloads? You know, I better up my game here, but like, because people are listening (laughs) and I, but the other side of it is if you don't ever look or you don't ever notice, or or you like, you think you like, Oh, I'm going to put this aside. You know, you set it, you put it in the box and you push it under the bed conceptually. And then a year later, somebody goes that, helped or touched me or that was super interesting or that was neat or made me laugh or whatever your show is one's show out there is trying to do um it, it can just be like I, I always feel like that the meme would be like me slapping my headphones off and like running oh no i'm gonna make the thing and push record like it it just like i don't know i can coast pretty far on one of those um and i think it's important for people to hear those those stories because even if somebody else doesn't hear from one of their listeners the chances that somebody had one of those experiences but didn't know you personally, so they're not going to message you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. But, you know, the, like the feedback is difficult anyway. So people are listening and, and if they aren't listening, it's not touching them. And if they are listening, it has to be touching them in some form. So 
I think that's important people out there to hear. Um, I get Absolutely. pushback from people when I invite them on the show and they say things like, well, I don't have a podcast or do I have to have a podcast? And I know that was you, but a lot of people do that. It's not, I'm not just like passive aggressively saying you should have been on the show sooner. Right. A lot of people <laughs> say, uh, I'm just like, yeah, but you still, you know, like you're still in the closet wearing your podcaster hat. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you know, podcasters of the world unite. Yes. Uh, so I think it's important to share, um, I don't want to say the war stories because I definitely don't want to like, that's a phrase that gets thrown a lot. I'm like, oh, I have war stories from work. No, you don't. <laughs> Unless you're actually a soldier and your job is literally <laughs> war. You don't have war there stories. You go. Um, but I think it's important to share like the, um, maybe in some sense, podcasting is also filling in the niche of like going to some social space and complaining, you know, these two parents generation go to the bar, you know, it's like, we have a support group for work. It's called the bar. It meets every day at five, you know? Um, <laughs> And maybe this is just a better, like what each of us is doing with our podcast. Maybe this is a better way for us to show our work and to just be like, well, this is a real pain in the ass. That's the beer nuts, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And it's the, um, the talking it out. If nothing else, you know, so much healing takes place through conversation. And even if you're not sitting there with a therapist, sometimes you can get an epiphany just when you speak it out loud and you're like, oh, or even listening back. How does that sound? How do I sound as a person who's saying these Mm -hmm. words? I sound like a victim. I sound like I'm feeling sorry for myself or having a pity party. And I don't want to be that. So then obviously, you know, um, out of the heart, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, you know, if it's coming out of your mouth, it's really what you feel. So if you want to change what you say, then change how you feel. And it's a whole, I mean, it could be therapeutic. It comes to be entertaining, but I feel like my intention was to help people in a therapeutic way through my podcast. When you were talking about talking it out and speaking and even therapy, I've had this idea in my head, like over the course of months now about podcasting makes us, uh, you know, like literally us, the podcasters, it makes us filter our thoughts. Like if you're listening, you can be having, I can be driving a car and 17,000 thoughts. And I'm also kind of half listening to Craig or you're skipping over the parts where Craig talks. But when I have to talk or Robin has to talk or the podcasters have to do our thing, I can, I can talk really fast, but I cannot talk as fast as I can think. Right. And that makes you go, oh, I got, so let's presume that my thoughts are useful. I have all these great things to share. Which one of them do I put into the microphone? And just mm-hmm. that alone right there is um, uh, the opposite. I'm going to say the opposite of social media. Like I love to bash on social media and I'll okay. check that I'm not on my soapbox. <laughs> I'm not on my soapbox. But social media gets bashed because we're all showing, here's my pretty dinner. Here's my beautiful photo of my family. You know, you get like the spin version of it. But there's also the point that if we're creating content and we're filtering and we filter for the best, that allows us to do maybe do work that like if you followed me around for a whole day, you'd be like, I don't even want to like, no, like there's no opportunity to ever get anything useful from Craig, which is actually the case. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the beauty for podcasting for me was actually the fact that there is no video because I'm one of those people that I want to be more active on social media, but I also know they want to see your face and they want to see um, the personal stuff. Well, sometimes the personal stuff isn't pretty. And of course, social media doesn't 
love that. Well, I guess they're getting to a point now where they, they say they want the real, but I feel like my podcast was, I'm showing you my work. I'm showing you the struggles right. that I went through. You don't have to see my face. If you never see my face, this is, this is wonderful. I don't want to say it. You know, they say uh, you have a face made for a radio, that type of thing. <laughs> I just feel like I don't have years, to comb I my hair. <laughs> I don't have yes, to sir. look a certain way. I can just come on here and be as vulnerable as I choose to be. And I really feel like the healing is in the vulnerability. I don't have to tell gory details, of course, but to talk about the raw emotion and not have to worry about my facial expressions or whether I have a good ha hair day. I felt like that was freeing. And so the podcast was good. You can do the same thing in a book, but right. you can't read a book and drive a car. You shouldn't. But, you know, when people will say they don't have time and everybody's got to drive or get on the subway. So podcasting is a medium where I feel like a lot of people can access it, even if they're busy. Hmm. Yeah, there's so much more information in visual and there's so much more there that you would have to try and control. And, and when you see somebody do um, an interview or a conversation, you know, two people between ferns, and when it's done well with like nine cameras and four people running audio and three yes. lighting guys and a generator outside, it comes across really good. But that's not the kind of thing that, you know, random person is going to pull off, you know, in their home, in their spare time. Exactly. Um, and so there's, there's this beauty of how podcasting is also an opportunity for us for someone for us to do more than sketch and you know more than not that sketching i don't want to belittle the art form but all i need is a pen and a piece of paper and i can start there's a little more that you need to do podcasting but it's not such a ridiculously high bar um and yet there's so much there's a lot of information in audio but if i want no information i can just go yes <laughs> You know, it's, and it, there's communication happening, but it's like, okay, that's manageable. Rob and I can manage the audio without this getting out of hand or, you know, the bus running off the road. Absolutely. <clears throat> Although often the bus runs off the road if Craig's committed <laughs> anywhere near the steering wheel. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. Um, do you have plan? Like, do you think you're going to re-release episode four at some point? Or are you going to just, I think it'd be funny if you could somehow skip four and like four is just a one second, <laughs> you know, and then episode five comes out. <laughs> I think episode four will be totally revamped. Yeah, I'll have to remake that. It was pretty bad. I, but I think there's a lot to be said for, um, what's that Ernest and Julio Gallio? They only you know, sell the wine before it's time or whatever. Like there's something to be said for, it could be two years before episode four comes back out. And who knows how much good those first three will do while they sit there and simmer. That's true. Any other parting thoughts for people who might be on the fence going, oh, I was thinking about podcasting, but I'm not sure about it. Should they take a course? Should they find somebody else who's rapidly passionate about podcasting? What do you say to people when they ask you about podcasting now? Most people don't ask me about podcasting because most people <laughs> don't know I did one, but well, well my played. husband actually, <laughs> my husband is, is contemplating a podcast and is actually wanting us to do one together. But um, for me, I bought these headphones for $99. I bought another set of headphones that I use for a regular everyday Zoom. I get so many compliments on the quality of the of those headphones, by the way. So all in all, I spent $165 to start my podcast. And then obviously the course, 
the cost of the course. And I think I, the hosting and stuff like that. So very inexpensive, but um, I would say do it because here's the thing. You don't have to publish. If you hate it, you don't have to actually press publish, but press publish because as Seth Godin says, um, the likelihood of zero people listening is much higher than everybody in the world listening. You're going to have closer to zero listeners than you are to a million listeners. So be embarrassed by 10 people, you know, or be, be embarrassed in front of 10 people. Who cares? Put it out there. Feel good about the fact that you created something and you put your thoughts and your intellectual property out into the world. And then again, if you don't like it, take it down, start over, do something else, get a guest to come on there. But I think if you have something to say that is strong enough that you even thought about a podcast, do it. Terrific. As I often say, (laughs) because it's true. Uh, Robin, it was a pleasure to, we've had a couple of, it's like, I always have trouble keeping contacts because like we've been on a couple of like real small group calls that are part of the coaching team. And then I'm just like, no oh, wait, but I think I remember when you were also soon. So it was nice to get a chance to have like a one-on-one completely non-private because we're going to publish right. it conversation, but <laughs> it was fun to get a, a conversation where there aren't other people, um, I don't know, in the room or necessarily derailing our train of thought. Let's just say that. Hate that there one. you go. So it was a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. I wish you the best of luck. I hope a thousand more people listen to episode three and have the same reaction. That'd be great. A thousand more people helped. Absolutely. So thanks for taking the time today, Robin. Thank you for having me. This was awesome.